0: In working with hundreds of clients from all over the world, I found that there are some ways in which we can sabotage, delay, or even block our spiritual growth. And get this, these sabotaging behaviors can add years to your spiritual awakening process and really make your life a living hell. So in this video, I'm going to share the top four things that can delay your spiritual growth and most importantly, what you can do to reverse these things today, coming up Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, The Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell so you get notified as soon as I publish new content. Now, I've been working with clients from all over the world for years now, and in my own spiritual awakening that lasted six years, it was a six year long process, I've learned quite a bit about certain behaviors that can be self-sabotaging of your spiritual growth. And what I found with my clients is that there's a huge difference. Sometimes clients come to work with me and their spiritual growth is really rapid, and then there are some clients where their spiritual growth seems to block or stagnate along the way. So, what's the difference? What's the difference between the clients that grow quickly or their spiritual growth is more uniform and more continuous versus the clients who seem to stagnate and even block their spiritual growth? It all comes down to four pesky little things, my top four pesky things that I found. And get this, here's a hint. These four pesky things have everything to do with the mind and the ego, because that's really the only thing that can block your spiritual growth. So that's what we're going to talk about in this video. I'm going to share those four pesky things with you. And most importantly, I'm going to help you reverse them today so your spiritual growth gets back on track. After watching this video, let me know in the comments below if you feel like you're blocking your spiritual growth right now. I want to know in the comments below. Okay, on to the four things. The first one is resisting identity shifts. <laughs> All right, so this is when you are going through a spiritual awakening and your ego begins to dissolve because this is going to happen when you're going along your spiritual journey your ego will dissolve multiple times throughout your lifetime and it's then the most important part the most important identity shift usually occurs in the beginning of your spiritual awakening because that's when your ego is most hardened right so when your identity shifts along your spiritual awakening the the ease of this happening it just becomes easier basically as you as you get more experienced on your spiritual journey you just start You just let your identity fall. If it wants to fall, you're like, okay, just go ahead. But the first identity collapse that occurs usually pretty quickly after a spiritual awakening, that's usually the hardest ones, but you can keep resisting uh, identity shifts along your spiritual awakening. And that's why this is the first one, because this one is the one that, oh my gosh, it's, it's one of the top ones when it comes to really blocking your spiritual growth. Because what's happening here, when you resist identity shifts, what that really means is that your ego is not allowing itself to dissolve, okay? And you have to let the ego The ego has to let itself dissolve because in this spiritual awakening process, your identity is just going to dissolve more than once. It's a necessary component of spiritual growth and spiritual awakening. And so when you find yourself resisting this identity shift, Remember, this is one of the pesky things that you that you uh, watched in this video, and now you're going to be ready to let it go. It's a very common thing that the ego goes through. The ego doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to dissolve, and so it starts to you know, try and hold on for dear life, and that's what causes this resistance, all right? And this resistance can really delay your spiritual growth if you're not aware of it, okay? So if you find yourself resisting or... You, you can even say things like, I hear these sometimes from my clients, and I did this too in my own life when I was going through my spiritual awakening. I would say things like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't even know the person I'm becoming. I have no idea who I'm becoming. I'm not the same person I was yesterday. And so you'll start saying these statements. Now, all of these statements are true, but what the ego does is it gives a negative tinge to them. So when the person says, I'm not the same person I was yesterday, they're not saying that positively. They're saying that almost like something really bad is being lost. Okay? And so if you feel yourself doing this, if you feel your mind kind of nostalgic about the old you, kind of reminiscing on the old you and the way your life used to be, you can know right away that that's a sign that your ego is resisting an identity shift. And you'll remember from this video that that's something that can really sabotage your spiritual growth, so you're not going to do that anymore, okay? So what's the solution to this? What's the solution? If you find yourself going through this pesky little behavior, you're going to take a nice deep breath. You expand your chest, take a nice deep breath. You can even use mantras and you can just say, everything is okay. Yes, my identity is shifting. Yes, my ego structures are falling and it's all necessary and it's all wonderful because I'm becoming more of my authentic self. (laughs) I'm becoming more and more of my authentic self and that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Everything's okay let the ego fall. (laughs) You see, I'm giving you a lot of mantras and a lot of self-talk. This is really soothing and it helps that ego kind of just melt. It helps the ego surrender and melt away. Okay? So this is the first pesky thing. It's very common. Don't let yourself get stuck in this energy for a really long time because this can really block your spiritual growth. Pesky thing number two is clinging to logic. This happens a lot, and this is when this is another form of your ego trying to hold on to control as it's dissolving. And what it does is it starts to really cling to logical explanations of everything. It wants to know every little detail of what's going on in your spiritual awakening. And you know, if you feel a tingle in your pinky, the ego wants to know, why am I feeling this tingle in my pinky? Oh my God. (laughs) And so what the ego does is the ego is trying to do this. It's trying to find a logical explanation for everything as a form of maintaining control because the ego can only control what it knows. All right. So this is really common and you may find yourself doing this where you're going through different spiritual processes, where things are changing in your life, where things are changing on the outside, but also on the inside. And you just find yourself wanting explanations for everything. So you're frantically going online and you're Googling, you know, my pinky finger is numb or whatever it is. This is just, it was just an example. But if you find yourself sort of desperately looking for information as to what's happening to you wanting to know detailed explanations of every single spiritual process that you're going through why you're feeling this why you're feeling that why this is happening why that's happening There's nothing wrong with wanting to know what's happening with seeking out explanations and answers. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a natural process of the spiritual awakening too, but you'll feel a difference when it goes from just a natural curiosity to almost a compulsion or a desperate seeking of information. Can you feel the difference in the energy? So if you find yourself really restless, constantly looking for information as to what's happening to you, you're stuck in this little pesky behavior and that's the ego just trying to hold on to logical explanations so it can keep control of your spiritual awakening and of your shift. Okay? This is very common. It's okay. It's normal. Don't feel bad if you're doing this. This is normal. And the solution, what's the solution for this one? The solution for this one, I love using mantra work. use a lot of mantra work for all of these all of these pesky behaviors that I'm talking about in this video. But for this one specifically, you can take just a nice deep breath, be aware that that's what's happening, be aware that your ego is just desperately looking for explanations for everything and it's holding on to logic as a way to maintain control because it doesn't want to dissolve, it doesn't want to disintegrate. So when you're aware of that, that's already 90% of the work, and then the rest of the 10% is just breathing relaxing and I like to use I like to use this mantra so I'll share it with you. The mantra is everything is revealed in due time. <laughs> I love this mantra. I work I still work with it and what this mantra does is it loosens up the grip of the ego because it's saying everything is revealed to me when it's time and if I need to know it. Because <laughs> that's the other thing beautiful soul you're not gonna know every single detail of what happens in the spiritual process process in your spiritual awakening, because it's so complex. There are so many things happening on you know multiple dimensions of you. There are multiple things happening and you will never be able to have a logical explanation of every little thing that's happening to you, and that has to be okay. <laughs> All right? That has to be okay. The things that you do need to know, the things that are going to be helpful for you to know, they will be revealed in due time. And then the rest, you just say to the universe, look, there are things I may never know about what's going on with me and I'm okay. I trust that I'm guided. I trust that I'm loved and I'm just going to keep going forward, understanding what I need to understand and leaving the rest up to the universe. Okay? So this beautiful surrender, this just opening the grip and and really saying, I don't need to know everything. That's okay. Because I trust this process. I trust my soul knows what it's doing and I'm just going to go with the flow. Okay? So that's pesky behavior. Number two, pesky thing. Number four is bypassing emotions. And this is really common. This is actually probably one of the hardest things to work through, uh, during your spiritual awakening and while you're growing spiritually. because spiritual content is sometimes difficult to work with and that's why we kind of push it and repress it okay so the bypassing of emotions is really common and what happens here is when you're going through a spiritual awakening when we're when you're going through accelerated spiritual growth the emotional body in your auric field so your aura is kind of the electromagnetic field that surrounds your body that you can't really see with the five senses okay but that auric field is really important in your being and without it you wouldn't be able to survive able to One of the layers of the aura is called the emotional body. And when you are going through a spiritual awakening, the emotional body communicates with your physical body constantly really. And what it does is it starts to trigger a movement of emotional content that was suppressed in your body before. So you have to remember that your beautiful physical body, it houses everything that's ever happened to you, it houses it on a cellular level. And it also houses and stores emotional content that isn't processed. It's all housed in here. So when you're going through a spiritual awakening, one of the first things that starts to happen is emotional content comes up to the surface to finally be felt and healed and processed. All right. And when this is happening, sometimes if we have repressed trauma, if we've repressed difficult emotions for so many years, as soon as the emotional body starts to trigger the release of those of that emotional content in your physical body, you'll start to feel these emotions and boy, it can be quite uncomfortable. And in fact, it's so uncomfortable. That's one of the reasons why you repress these emotions in the first place, because they were uncomfortable to feel. And so this is really common bypassing emotions. This is when people start to feel the emotional content coming up and they're like, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Not feeling this. I'm going to go out shopping. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go have sex with some random person. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go do all of these escaping mechanisms that we all have done and used before. They're all different for us, but we've all done it where we run away from our internal environment because it's a little painful and we don't know how to process the things that we're feeling. Okay. This is really common. The bypassing of emotions. But this is also something that can really block your spiritual growth because the harder you push those emotions down, the more they're going to continue to weigh on your energy system. You can't ascend in energy if you're holding on to all of this unprocessed emotional baggage. So in one way or another, these emotions will have to be felt. They're going to have to be processed. And what I tell people is why not today? Why not today? If you're going to have to process these emotions at some point, even if it's in a next lifetime, why not do it today? Why not do it now? Because it's not as hard as you think and it's not as painful as you think. All right. So how? what's the solution for this one? The solution for this one is you're going to have to learn how to allow the body to feel emotions, allow them to come up without fighting them feel them acknowledge them embrace them sit with them let your body feel those emotions as long as it wants to give the body freedom to feel and then you're going to allow your heart to heal those emotions because the heart this heart center this is our great healer and so all the emotional content eventually when it's allowed to be felt it'll come up to the heart where the heart incinerates everything and transmutes everything all right but you have to give give yourself time and willingness to sit with this emotional content, to be present with it, to not run away at all. And I like to use a mantra here too. And the mantra is, I will feel what I need to feel. (laughs) And you're just going to repeat this over and over again. If you feel like you're working with difficult emotional content, you're just going to say, I I really am going to feel what I need to feel. I'm going to be here for these emotions. I'm going to feel them and I'm going to process them. Okay. Now to go a little bit deeper on how to heal the past and how to heal pain and all of that, I'm going to leave a video about that right here. There's a video that I have about how to do this. I'm going to leave a link in the description box below so you can watch this video after this one, if you feel like you need more help going into the actual work of being able to heal emotional, difficult emotional content. All right. But at some point you're going to have to stop doing this because it's going to block your spiritual growth. And why do that? Do it today. Start doing this today. No more bypassing. (laughs) That's pesky behavior number three. Pesky thing number four is a negative mindset. (laughs) This one is, ah, this one, this one's a hard one to work through because a lot of times What's happening here is when we have a negative mindset, part of that negative mindset is biological in nature. Okay. Humans have a negative bias in the brain. They're biologically programmed with a negative bias in the brain that comes from our years evolving on this planet, especially from the years where we were nomads in the middle of nowhere. We didn't have houses, we didn't feel safe. And so this negative bias is natural and it's evolutionary. It's an evolutionary part of our brain because when you were out in the Serengeti, your brain had to pay attention to possible negative things that could happen to you. So I give this example a lot because it really illustrates how important this negative bias was in our evolution. If I was walking out in the Serengeti and I looked up at a tree and I saw a honeycomb, but then right next to it, I heard and I saw the bushes move next to it, which, way, which would my brain give priority to? I have a honeycomb. I may not see a honeycomb for the next six months and I may be malnourished and I really need that honeycomb, but my brain is going to certainly pay attention to that bush because that bush moving could be a lion and I could be dead in the next two minutes. So who cares about the honeycomb, all right? So that's how the brain naturally developed a negative bias. Now, we don't live in the Serengeti anymore. We're not unsafe generally. So this negative bias is still biologically in us, but it can be worked. We can work out of it, all right? Now the way that this negative mindset really, really can block your spiritual growth is because it keeps your overall vibration of your energy system down. The mind is very powerful in contributing to the energy of your energy fields, the frequency of your energy field, and the more negative your mindset is, the more negative of your outlook on life is, the more you're pushing your energy system down when your soul is trying to pull you up into ascension. That's what spiritual growth is all about. And so, when you have a negative mindset, you'll generally be a person who really is always waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're always looking for something wrong happening. You you tend to talk about yourself negatively. You tend to talk about life negatively. So, you'll say things like, you know, I have no luck in life. You know, this spiritual awakening process is really shitty and it's not doing anything. And I only feel unhappy and I feel miserable. You see? You just keep going on and on and on with this negative mindset. And set this these negative thought processes, and this pulls your energy system down. Now, what I've noticed is this makes a huge difference in so many clients that I've worked with. The people who generally have positive and optimistic outlooks about life and about what's happening to them, they grow so much more quickly than the person who has to be trained to come out of that negative mindset. Okay, so the person who has an optimistic view on life will say things like. You know, I know what I'm going through right now is really hard and I'm having some really difficult days and and you know sometimes I don't even feel like getting out of bed and and this process is difficult but I know that it's going to lead to something better. I know that something wonderful is happening to me. I know that my life is changing for the better. And even if I don't feel that right now, I'm still going to hold on to that belief. Okay? Do you see how different this is? This person is still acknowledging that they may be going through difficulties during their spiritual growth process, but they still hold on to that understanding and that outlook that these things are happening for a reason and that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and they're going to get there. Okay? this makes a huge difference in your spiritual growth. It makes the difference sometimes years. This will make a difference in years on whether you're stuck in a spiritual process for years or whether you can go through it sometimes in weeks. Okay, that's how big a difference this makes, alright? Now, what's the solution here? How do you how do you solve this here? Well, it takes some training because, as I said a little while ago, the negative bias is, is biologically in programmed in us. So, what we have to do is, all we have to do is we have to reprogram the brain. So this can take some time and you can need to you know have practice. You need to practice at this. But there are a couple of things that, that I've used and I use with clients and in my own life that really helped program my mindset into a more optimistic mindset. And here, here are the two of them. The first one is the practice of gratitude. That was life changing for me and it's life changing for my clients. Whenever you feel your mind going down a negative loop, like this is just so shitty, you know, my life is never going to get better. (laughs) You know, when that voice starts, when that voice starts, what you're going to do is you're going to stop the thought process immediately. And the way that you stop it is you shift your awareness towards something that you are grateful for. And, and you know, I've had people say to me, I don't have anything in my life that I'm grateful for. Excuse me. That's not true at all. (laughs) That is not true at all. You can find at least one, two, three, four, five things in your life. I bet right now, no matter how difficult your life may be right now, you can still find things to be grateful for, even if they're really small things. So when I was broke, when I had no money at all, when I was having difficulty paying my bills, I remember that I was just going down this negative loop and, and you know, my mind wanted to say, Oh my God, you have no money. Oh my God, how are you going to pay your bills? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. My mind wanted to go down this loop, but what I had to do was I forced myself to shift perspective into what I was grateful for. So I still had warm water to take a shower, so I'm grateful for my shower. I still had my cup of coffee in the morning, I'm grateful for this cup of coffee. I still have a roof over my head. I'm grateful for this roof over my head. And I kept doing this over and over and over. I would find every little thing to be grateful for. And as I did that, the mindset started to shift. The more I was grateful for, the more things the universe sent me to be grateful for, all right? It started It started to compound. So that's one way to start programming that negative mindset into a more optimistic mindset. The second way that I use to program the negative mindset into a more optimistic, mystic one is really trusting without knowing. It's called trusting without knowing. And this one's a little harder than the gratitude one because this one requires you to really come into your heart really be present, really understand how the universe works. But trusting without knowing is just, you're going to start saying to the universe, you know, I'm not really sure why I'm going through what I'm going through right now, but I trust that this is necessary. I trust that this is for my highest benefit. I trust that everything is always working out for me. Even if I can't explain it right now, I'm just going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you source. I'm going to trust my angels. I'm going to trust my own soul. That my own soul knows what I'm gonna trust that my own soul knows what it's doing, even if I can't intellectually explain that right now, I will trust. I will trust and then things eventually will be shown to me. So the trusting without knowing, this was a practice that I developed through a lot of self-talk, a lot of talk with the universe, a lot of affirmation and mantra work. So I would literally just write in my journal, I don't know what's happening to me. It's really painful right now, but I trust that there's a higher purpose for this. I trust that I will be able to use these experiences in the future, both for myself and to help others. And, And that was, that was key really in being able to shift into a more optimistic mindset. Then, as I as my mindset shift, shifted and my energy changed, and my spiritual growth continued, the energy started. I started to feel more lightly about things, and I started to trust the universe more. So my trust in the universe deepened. But initially, I kind of had to do a little bit fake it till you make it. <laughs> I literally had to write, just repeatedly write things down, and I would talk to the universe, and I would say, you know, I, I don't really trust you right now, but I'm trying. <laughs> I don't really yet trust you, I'm scared, but I'm trying to learn. And I would write these things down. And I, I did this little bit fake it till you make it initially, but but then it became natural and it deepened my trust and my love of the universe and my trust that everything was occurring exactly as it was supposed to and in divine order. And that divine will was always looking after me. All right? So that's the second way that you can shift that negative mindset to an optimistic one. This is crucial that you do this beautiful soul, because if you remain. a a negatively outlooking person, your energy system will be bogged down and you are going to block your spiritual growth. Now I want to hear from you. Do you feel like you're blocking your spiritual growth right now? Let me know in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can take my heart quiz and figure out if your heart's blocked. And don't forget this video that I curated for you about how to heal and work with emotional content. It's right here coming up next. I love you, beautiful soul. I am out.